Hey you guys, it's your girl Brianna Bell. Welcome to It's Black and White. If it's your first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. If it's not your first time, welcome back friends and family. I'm so glad you guys are here. If you can't hear, it's like I got a second wind. God like refreshing, or can we say that? Refreshing to me? Yeah, like, I don't know. He's just doing something. Um, lately he's just been speaking to me more and it's just, it's amazing. The more you disconnect from things, the more you can hear from God. So first let me just make this disclaimer. I'm in the process of doing my hair. <laughs> I'm pressing my hair out right now. Um, I'm about to put this weave in. Okay. Cause the braids getting kind of getting tired. And I don't know, ladies, like y'all tell me, I think because of the season we're in, you know, towards the holidays is like when we do more like weaves. I don't know if that's the thing. But with that being said, I'm in the bathroom. So it's going to sound a little echoey. And then my neighbors upstairs, you can hear like their water through the pipes, that type of thing. Like, I don't know how much this mic is picking up. I won't know until I do a playback. So y'all bear with me today. We chilling, okay? But I'm still going to invite the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to open up in prayer and say, Father, we just thank you so much. Oh, we just thank you for just being so amazing to us, God. And I literally just lift you up right now. I pray, God, that you would have your way. God, the way that you ministered to me this past week, I pray, God, that it will touch somebody else. I know that I was told to share this, but... Let that anointing hit me like it did the day you gave it to me without the crying, though, <laughs> in Jesus name. God, um, I surrender this podcast to you. I pray that you have your way. I pray that every single person who is listening, God, will be blessed by this, God, and they will run this back to you, God, and have a conversation with you about it. God, um, I thank you for all the beautiful people that you have assigned to me. God, you knew exactly what you were doing, and I'm just so thankful for you and your people. So like I said, I surrender this to you. I pray that you have your way. Let the words that you want me to speak come forth. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. You guys are so amazing. Let me just, let me just gas y'all up real quick. So you guys don't know how important you guys are to me. I mean, like I've said, like regardless if I got emails and even on the one-on-ones and even if I didn't get those like encouraging words, I still would be doing what I what I was told to do, right? But you guys make it easier. And it's like more and more the the word the wording, and I don't think you guys know. So God will speak to me and a few of you who speak to me and you'll email me or even on the one-on-one we're talking their specific words or the way that you would say something is exactly the way God said it to me. And so it's that confirmation that gives me that boost of like, okay, I'm moving in the right direction, even though everything in the natural doesn't look like it. And I want to share with you guys this revelation I had too, before I jump in the story time, you know how we close our eyes generally like we close our eyes during prayer like why do we close our eyes like we close our eyes because it's like that connection with God and we 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 close everything out that's in the natural and we focus in the spirit and God was showing me like because we do that we should do that in everything like whatever you're struggling with 
whatever that thing is that keeps knocking you off or causing you to doubt, right? Causing you to doubt God, close your eyes. Even if you have to do it like in the natural, like literally close your eyes. Of course, not while you're driving or while you're walking in public. That'd be kind of crazy. But like you're dealing with something, you know, the bank is saying you're not going to be approved for something like even while you're on the phone, close your eyes and you just, it's like that tunnel vision. We go back to the Lord. We go back to who's actually the one who has full control. The bank doesn't have control over whether you get that house or not, or whether you get that loan for the business or not. Like your, your spouse doesn't get that control of your peace, right? Your friends or people who are supposed to be your friends, they don't have that control over your your worth and defining you. Like, it's that closing of the eyes. Like, it just ministered to me. And I was like, man, Lord, like, you just keep taking me deeper and deeper in you. And it's beautiful. It, it's, it's really beautiful. So I just want to share that with you guys before I jump right in. So... <laughs> So God, uh, man, he just showed himself up to me in a way that I've never experienced him before. And I love when he does that. Um, cause we know that God is our everything. We say that, but it's different when you guys can, um, Ooh, can y'all hear me running like this comb through my hair? It's so thick. I'm so sorry if y'all can hear that. I'm running a hot comb through and it just sounds crusty. I promise you my hair is not, is not crusty, but I don't know why it sounds like that. But anyway, you know how we say, um, like God is our everything, but it's different when we really experience him like that. Like for me, I'm like, I know God is my provider. He's always come through. It was the hardest thing ever because I struggled with the spirit of poverty and why I struggled with poverty, poverty is because I was always from paycheck to paycheck like it was never me having more than enough and so I would panic whenever I would run out of money I would run out of money and God he showed himself up so many times it's it's just kind of like okay God I get it you're my provider like I, I got it so now it was like him showing himself as like my defender was Man, it was, it it was, it was like I had a breakthrough. It was really big for me in my life. I can't even think of a, what word can I say, Lord? I want to say it was life-changing in a way. And it brought me comfort in a place that I didn't know I wasn't comforted in. Like, sometimes we're blinded by things that we are in need of just because we don't know to look like it's not obvious you know what I mean some things that we struggle with are just simply not obvious and it's not until God shows himself up so let me tell you let me jump in now so my sons really all three of them were going through it at school like people especially because of Halloween okay so these teachers trying to make my children feel left out all this stupid stuff right So my kids are getting attacked and it's like, oh God, what do I do? Like kind of thing, right? You know, and God was, you know, assuring me like, you know, this is just an attack. Just pray, just keep praying. Like, and he instructed me on how to cover my kids in a different way. All right. So I've been doing that. 
But then at this one particular school, though, my son was like experiencing, like coming home, telling me something like almost every day. Like, how is it once a week for the past month? Like my son is having a problem. So I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go up there. Mind you, mind you, let me give you the backstory. Um, in the past, believe it or not, your girl was really quiet. I was very quiet. I was very shy. I just never wanted to ruffle people's feathers. Like I was kind of like a yes girl. And I just, if I didn't like something, I just kept it, kept it to myself. Right. That's like usually a sign of somebody with abandonment issues or it could be something else. But I was just afraid that people aren't going to like me. They're going to look at me this way. I don't want to start anything. People are going to misunderstand me. So I'm just going to keep it to myself. So as a young mom, I experienced things and it would make me angry. And when you have a child, like say, for example, when I experienced something, I already knew that Brie don't say nothing. Nobody cares. But when you have a child, it's different. Like, you're not going to not say anything. So when I started to say things to people about how I didn't like how my kids were being handled and stuff, I always, it always caused an issue. And I'm just like, I'm not trying to be confrontational. It doesn't matter how I address it. It was always something. But the thing was, it was never resolved. Never got an issue resolved with my kids. It always ended with me being angry and having to separate or put up a a strong boundary or something. But the issue was never resolved. So here I am. Many years later, it's the same thing. So I'm coming, you know, as an angry black mom and I'm not trying to be the angry black mom. I'm just, it's just, it's just stupid. Because I think the way people think today is just, no common sense. Let me tell y'all real quick while I'm while I'm here. So my son, this is like a side note, y'all. I'm just gonna tell y'all what happened. One of the things that happened. Um, my son, right? He I don't let them participate in any Halloween nothing. And he had a music class, and the teacher was over here having the kids sing a song about witches. Okay, and he was saying like the song was weird and it's almost like the way that he described it is like there were curses in the song, like they're saying rituals and stuff. Oh, no, absolutely not. Right. So I tell my son, like, let them know that you won't be participating in it. And I will also call your school and let them know, is there something you can do in the meantime? Back in my day, when my mom pulled me out of certain things, they would put me in a classroom, a different classroom. And I would do you know, a little packet or I would read a book. I would do something. But no, guess what this teacher does? She had the nerve to ask the janitor if my son can help him. Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. I'm like, what the heck is wrong with the school? Like, I just, I don't understand. And this woman has, has kids too. But glory be to God, the man said he was going on break. So my son didn't end up doing that. That's glory be to God because I don't know if I, like, Jesus helped me. It's like when it comes to my children, I don't know if God gives us a pass when it comes to our kids. I don't know. But anyway, so I was just thankful that it didn't happen. And I'm like, so many words, like, what could I say? Like, what could I say? God's like, just give it to me. I'm like, okay. So anyway, back to the, to my other son. So there was just a situation where my child was just, it was always an issue regarding other people, like somebody else's kid, right? 
And I was like, I'm tired of hearing about these these kids, one child in particular. So look, we got to get this addressed. So I, I call... Oh, okay. So I emailed the director. Like I skipped the teachers and stuff. I said, no, we're going straight to the source because something already happened. So he's already familiar with me. Something already happened. And I'm kind of like, why are things still happening to my child? So now it's kind of like, yeah, at this point I'm looking into a new school, but God was challenging me not to just leave because that was my go-to of like, I'm just going to leave. I don't care about resolving. I don't care. Like, I'm going to just pick up my stuff and go. God's like, no, I want you to talk to him. I'm like, okay, we can talk, but I'm still looking. So I still like, you know, in the process of, of registering my son into a different school. And I had like an interview. I spoke, I spoke, told them the situation and it just didn't go well. Like <laughs> it didn't go well. So I was mad, right? I felt like I was stuck between a rock and a hard place and um, then I had the interview with the director. So we're on the phone talking, you guys. When I explained my situation to the to the director, I I was peeking around, and this is how I worded it. I said, you know, there's been different things happening. I know that we spoke once. I didn't want to keep popping up because I didn't want to be that mom, right? I didn't want to be the mom who always has an issue with her child. But the truth of the matter is I don't like my children being mishandled. I don't like my children being disrespected. I don't like my children's boundaries being overstepped. Like, I don't like that. Like, I just don't. And I'm not going to act like I do. So how I felt is because it's an issue, then I'm going to take my kids and we're going to move. Like, that's just been my thing. I'm just going to leave. And so God was like, yeah, I'm not going to allow you to keep running. So I'm talking to the man. I explained to him what happened. He cut me off. And he's like, first off, there's no such thing as that mom. You're a mother. Like, it is your job to, you know, come to your child's rescue and make sure they're good. Like, you leave them in a place you expect them to be. You expect it to be a safe place. Like, you expect them to be cared for and you know making sure things are going the way it's supposed to go all that stuff right but now he took over the conversation but can I tell y'all like while he was talking to me God was ministering to me and I'm listening to this man and he was kind of like you know this was unacceptable he said mom every single time something happens you come and you tell me like, come tell me. I don't want you to feel like you can't. I want us to have an open communication. But you guys, I was hearing the Lord. I was not hearing this man. Of course, I, you know, some mental note that that's what I'll do. But it was like I was hearing God and it was so amazing. So God was like, it's not God. So the guy continues and he's saying like, you know, we're going to do every, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that this doesn't happen again. I'm going to start investigating and looking into the situation and speaking to the teachers and changing things up and, you know, pretty much making sure this doesn't happen again. But then he follows with, because I still have my foot out the door. Like I was like, okay, I'm about to look into another school. I still have my foot out the door. And he says, I just need you to trust me in this process. And I was like, okay. Like it just sounded believable. But the thing that was different about this time of me expressing my concern about something, it was so different because it doesn't matter if I go all the way back 
you know, to when I was a little girl up to this point, I have never spoken to anyone who showed care like that. So this is what I'm saying, because there might be some people listening like, girl, what you mean? I've been there for you. No, this is what I'm saying. I've had people. I've had the the set of people who um, were angry because I was angry. And we all like that. I like, you know, to be honest, we like people who, you know, feed our flesh when we in our flesh, you know. So we got the people who are like, oh, heck no, girl. Like they did what? Like, no, like we like that. Right. The people who are affirming you while you're in your flesh. Right. But they didn't they couldn't solve anything. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it was good for that, but it didn't help me. Then I had the group of people who were like, oh, you're just being dramatic or you're just you're being sensitive. You're overthinking it. So I had the people who will fan my feelings off and fan off like how I felt just basically not validating what I felt at all. Like not even trying to. Right. Um, so I never had someone who listened to what I said, um, affirmed me without me being super emotional. Cause that was another thing. God had to check me and he's been teaching me that people aren't going to hear you if you're emotional. Like if you're angry, they're not going to hear you. They're just so distracted by your anger. And it takes a lot of control to really get your point across and not let your flesh rise up, right? So this man listened to me, but he didn't just affirm me. He was doing something about it. He was taking notes on what I was saying, right? He made sure what I said was true and not true, but um, that he heard me correctly. I've never experienced that. And I was like, wow, that's that's crazy. Because even when I called the police, y'all, the police, they fanned me off, like whatever. When I've called people who I expected to be there, it was like whatever, not big, not a big deal. Like, or let me tell you what you got to do. And usually, when they instruct you on something to do, it's either run or fight. It's fight or flight. Stand up and and be the strong black woman and 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 check them or. No, just run and, and, and move and leave. Like never where have I experienced the mature thing of coming to a resolution. Like, can we resolve what's going on? And it's kind of crazy, you guys, but a lot of people aren't like that. And I raised my hand. I wasn't even like that because I wasn't taught that. I didn't know what that looked like. So historically people know me they know brief for i'm dipping if i don't like how something's going i'ma leave so even with me standing in this marriage it's really challenging that give up thing it wasn't until about a month ago that i really made the decision that regardless of how my marriage look swaying or not good or not it just goes back to the vows that i made i'm staying with my husband And it's kind of like what God wants from us. It doesn't matter how long God takes to answer my prayer or to come through with the promise or come give me relief because God, I know you can do it. I'm not going to leave you. Like, so it was really God grounding me in, what is it? Loyalty. Right? Wow. So now I'm like ministering to myself again on a whole new level of like Brie never even really knew what loyalty was. It wasn't that I 
have never had an example of loyalty because I was very committed to those um, because I wanted them to be committed to me. But I wasn't loyal, really, because the moment that I felt disrespected, I just left. Like, and I'm going to tell you guys why. Maybe I was supposed to cut those people off and they weren't worth, you know, what I had because of where they were. It's so important that when you enter a relationship with somebody, and that's what I'm learning, that both of you guys are equally yoked because, and both of you guys are growing together, even if you're not growing at the same exact pace, but it's so important that you're growing because there's a lot of people I've encountered who weren't really growing, right? They weren't really growing. And so then there's this thing of like, I'm feeling friction and if I mention something that they've done that have, that has offended me, um, I promise you guys, nine times out of ten, they will tell me, no, that's not what, I, what happened. They'll change the narrative and be like, no, that's not what happened. What happened was you, yada, 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 yada. So you are the one who owes me an apology. I've dealt with that for so long. And I'm not here on everything, or I can't swear, but I promise you guys, I am not the person who does not take accountability. Like, I'm just not. And I think it's weird. Sometimes I think, is something wrong with me? Like, am I really in denial because there's so many people who, who don't do it that it makes me feel like maybe I'm not really doing it. Like, it's so weird, but I'm not that person. If you tell me I offended you, I'm gonna own it. Even if I don't agree with you, I can't tell you how to feel. I can't. Like, I mean, there are people who are just completely ridiculous and they do that narcissism thing where they gaslight you and flip it and project. That's different. But for the most part, I can. Yeah, I was being petty. Yeah, when I said that, I, I was. Yeah, I was half stepping. Oh, yeah, that was that was laced with sarcasm. Absolutely. Like, I can admit that. But I have not really met hardly anybody I can think of who can really own what they did and how they offended me. I'm not blaming everybody. The thing is about a relationship is give and take, right? It's going to have some types um, times when you step on someone's foot and they step on your foot. But to me, what I care about is resolve. Like, how do we get over it? How do we come into agreement? That's all that I want, right? And so when I, because of all this that I've gone through, all I have learned is, look, when you don't like it, leave because your voice doesn't matter. If you say something, it's just going to create a bigger fire. And I don't have time for that, especially the season I've been in. I don't have time for unnecessary warfare. I just say no, right? So then... um, how this ministered to me talking to this man who was like, you know what? Not only do I hear you, I'm going to do something about it. And then I'm going to follow up with you. I was like, this is crazy. Right? <laughs> so when I got off the phone, God was like, okay, can we talk now? I'm like, mm. now let me tell you guys for about a week two weeks, God was asking me to present my case to the courts of heaven, right? This is something new to me. Like I told you guys, I'm still learning about it. And pretty much what it is, is you see it as like a lawsuit, like you're suing the enemy. And so I've mentioned this in a YouTube video. What I was used to doing is venting, like 
God, like I just, just, I'm tired of all this and I want this to stop and, or I'll be crying like, Lord, please. Like I, I just can't, or I'm, you know, you, how you feel numb. Like, look, God, I don't even have a prayer. Like I just need you to do something kind of thing. I've been doing that and I've, what else am I trying to say? Okay. So yeah, so I've been doing that and then because of this talk with the man, God was like, yeah, I need you to plead your case. When you plead your case, it's not in an emotional sense. Like, so God, God was showing me every time you come to me, you're emotional, right? Even when you feel like you don't have emotions, right? And you're numb. It's an emotion like behind that, right? God's like, you haven't really come to me and just talk to me about where you are. So I was like, well, I thought I have been, right? And so God showed me how I approached the man because God was like, I really need you to not be angry. So I cried. I did all that before I got on the phone with this man. And so God was like, I just need you to not be emotional. I just want you to talk to me. Like, I want to hear you. And when he was saying in a judge situation, I was like, okay, well, let me, I got to get this ready. I got to get this ready. I, I promise y'all, like I was journaling, like, okay, I'm going to present my case in an actual professional form, like in a professional way. And God's like, that's not what I'm saying. I just want you to talk to me. So I didn't have anything. I wasn't prepared or anything. So I sat, you know, and I was like, well, this is how I feel. Right. I said, God, I've been in this situation and it's not even just, you know, I know I talk about my marriage um, because that's how I minister to you guys. But there's other areas in my life where I'm not exactly satisfied. Right. And I'm like, God, I've been doing my best to keep my head above waters. I've been doing my best to keep my eyes on you. I've been doing my best as changing when you tell me to change, you tell me to work on my daddy issues. You tell me to work on my anger. You tell me to work on my mouth. Like stop saying stuff, like just being silent. Y'all, that was so hard. It's so, so hard. Right. I've been working on turning the other cheek. Literally when people do things to provoke me, I just turn my head and walk away. Right. Because Bree used to be the queen of petty. Like, Oh, I got it. The tit for tat. Okay. I got it. But God literally been delivering for me from that. Right. Oh my God, I've been doing all of that, right? I've been pouring into your people when I don't feel like it. Like, you know, and you say that it is for me, really. Like, you know, me pouring into you guys is me planting seeds on my own harvest in my life. Like, I'm doing all of this and I still see nothing. And I said, my frustration, oh y'all, here it comes. I'm fighting the waterworks, okay? But as I got my frustration is... Just that I don't see your hand in anything. You answer these simple prayers that I don't really care about. But the main thing that's hurting me, I feel like you're looking over. I told him, I said, um, and honestly, Lord, I feel like you're like everybody else. You don't defend me. You don't really care because that is how it's translating to me. I know what your word says, but God, where I am right now, I'm hurting and yes, I was like, honestly, I'm just tired of being strong. And I'm, I'm believing in something that I've never seen done. I'm believing in something that I don't even know what even happened. I'm just 
believing because you said it. I have nothing to rest on. Like, I have nothing in the natural to be like, yeah, I know God's going to do this. Like, God, you came for me financially when I was scared. You boom dropping checks in the mail and stuff and having people so into me like the exact amount and stuff like all right but as far as my defender I feel like you let people spit on me you let people beat me up and stuff and I get it Jesus did all that for us but Lord you know my capacity and I feel like you're not doing anything these people carry on on their merry way They laugh and they enjoy life and life is great from what it looks like. And I'm over here having to just take all the punches. I'm tired of taking the punches. So I said, God, you're asking me to do this. I don't know if I'm even doing this right, but this is my case to you. You know, and what the case was is I'm presenting my heart to God. Then I provide the evidence like the testimony of like okay god i've been doing this and you know that you know that i could have cussed that person smooth out but i did not right i could have been petty and done this this and this i could have savage like i could have been jesse all the way jesse as in jezebel like i could have be but i chose not to and i don't say this to to boast or to do any of that i'm being real with y'all because y'all know what it's like when you on the edge you on the verge you right you right there like god i don't know what is the hair on your hand that's keeping me because i promise you i always feel like i'm about to snap like i'm i'm really about to snap whereas like i don't want to pray no i want you to do something I'm like, God, honestly, you are looking like pretty much everybody else in my life who they don't they don't care that much about how I feel. They say all this stuff like, God, you're by the word is very comforting, but it's not doing anything like I haven't seen anything. And I'm I'm like, Lord, you got to help my unbelief. But this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm experiencing. And, you know, it's crazy. When I poured all that out, I just cried. (laughs) I just cried. I just cried and I just cried and cried. And when I was done crying, he just said, but I'm not like them. And I believed him. (laughs) And I believed him. And he said, and this is what I was showing you. And so it ministered to me the way that this man handled me is what God has been doing this whole entire time, but I just didn't know it. And I didn't even give him the chance because I was so used to what it was. So if you guys are wondering, well then Brie, what happened? Like the issue with my son was resolved and it was just a testimony of what's to come. It was prophetically something in the natural. Like God was showing me, he used this situation to show me This is actually what I'm doing for you. I just needed you to open your mouth. So now it's like any other case. I'm giving God time to work it out. I've done something I've never done before. I've never sat and just talked to him. And when I say not being emotional, it's like I definitely cry. That's an emotion, but I'm not speaking out of my emotions. Y'all know how we say things we don't mean. Sometimes my kids will get me so annoyed and I'm already annoyed. I'm like, all right, that's it. We're not doing this. Like, I just (laughs) shut it all down. 
And I, after I calmed down, I didn't even mean that. So I go back, my bad, y'all. I was just snappy. We let, Let's go get some cookies. Like, let's go get some yogurt. Like, let's just go. You know, that is what God is saying. He doesn't want us to come to him emotionally. What is the, oh, yes. So the word is, because he gave me a t- the title for this word. The prophetic word is God does care. He cares. And I know that when we're like bombarded, bombarded with all the things that's happening in the natural, it's easy for us not to believe that. But that's when I go back to the, and I didn't even know why God had mentioned the closing your eyes, but I guess it was for this. We got to like close our eyes, like and literally uh, let God level us out. Right. Because when I did that, sometimes all we got to do is release. When I did that, I believed him. I don't know why. I just believed him. He hasn't. I haven't seen anything yet. I haven't experienced anything yet. It was like he gave me a new faith. I said, well, then God, you're going to have to give it to me because I, I don't even know how to do this. Like I'm doing this. This is a leap of faith. Me going to God the way that I did was a faith move. Because I promised you with everything in me, I was like, there is no point in me doing this. Because all I know is if I'm not getting what I want, then just leave. So I was just doing the bare minimum. Like I feel like I was doing the things that I needed to do, everything that God told me to do because I wanted to please God. But I think at the root of it, for me to sit and explain, and then it's like, God, you already know. Like, why am I even saying this? <laughs> you already know. But it's something about hearing our voice. It, it just goes back to the relationship. God wants to hear you. It's not, and that's why I just, I, I despise religion so much because it's not this, structured prayer. God's going to meet you wherever you are. Okay. My four-year-old, when he prays, okay. He says, Jesus, protect my emotions. Jesus, I want to hug you or Jesus, I hug you. He's expressing how he feels where he is to hug Jesus. I want you, Jesus. I desire you. I think that's like, that's the translation. So I don't believe in this structured prayer. I think we should memorize um, the Lord's prayer. Absolutely. But there are times too where we just got to pour out. Right. We just got to pour out. And I think that is what God is waiting for. It's like this whole time I feel like and I don't know why. Sorry, you guys. This whole time I feel like God was waiting on that. I say that because after I poured out, I believed that he was doing something now. Like, I felt like that was the last thing I needed to do or something. Is really sit and have a face-to-face talk with him. I mean, we're face-to-face all the time. He speaks loving things to me and all this stuff. But it was like, I think I just wasn't in a place. Because had two weeks ago he told me to do this, I would have been like, nope. Because I did it. And I think that was the resistance because when God was like, when are you going to present your case to the heavens? Like, when are you going to present your case to the courts of heaven? I'm like, I'm working on it. But I was in no rush because I'm like, I think inside of me, it was like, for what? For what? I've been here. For what? 
you know, I just like, God, it's always been me. Bree, the only one who got work to do. Everybody else running wild and getting to sin. Like, okay, for what? That was really where my heart was and I had no idea. But when I poured out, it was like, that's what he wanted. God wants our truth. God wants the deepest parts of you, right? And he knows what's there. I think we know, but it's like subconsciously. And sometimes he'll create situations. That's what I was listening to that sermon by Sarah Jakes. And it was about Hannah and it was called the breaking point. And it was like, God will keep you in that frustrating place until you get to your breaking point. And that's what it was. Bree didn't have a structured prayer. I didn't have like all this goody stuff to say. I'm like, God, this is how I feel. And I'm upset. I'm angry. I'm past angry. Like I'm fed up at this point. And it's crazy because again, and maybe it was laced in religion. I'm over here thinking that, all right, God said, let's talk. I got to go into worship first. God's like, no, nah, I just want you to talk to me right now. <laughs> just tell me how you feel. And so after I told him how I felt again, I thought, let me usher him in and have worship. He's like, no, just pray. I promise y'all. He was just like, just pray. And I prayed and the Holy Spirit moved and I just cried. And I had to forgive every single person who didn't help me in the way that they were supposed to. I had to forgive every single person who didn't come to my defense. And it was like seeing how God used this man to come to my defense for my child helped me to see, okay, this is what God does. He is defending me and he will come running. You know what I mean? We love that. We want someone to come run for me when I can't do this. Like, God, these spirits that I'm facing are too much. You know what I mean? Too much for Brie to deal with in the natural. Like, I need you to roll up. Okay? With your angels. Roll up real deep. Okay? And get these demons out of my face. Get these demons off my bloodline. Get these demons off of my marriage. Get these demons off of me. I really need you to do that. Because I had quite enough. And he's like, I got you. And I believed him. And with that, it just took away so much that I was holding on to. Like, I didn't know I was carrying so much on my shoulders. Like, <laughs> I'll have these moments. I promise you, I feel the Holy Spirit. I feel all this stuff. But it was like an extra weight that I didn't even know was there. And I believed in Jesus as my big brother. I believe in the Holy Spirit as my comforter. Right. Where I can cry and like lay in his lap and just let him console me. Right. And then God, we serve a big God. Right. We serve a big God who's never playing about his. God doesn't play about you. And it's like, hallelujah. So what I see is like with my children, I won't know. I wouldn't have known to come to my child's rescue had he not said anything to me, if he didn't express that. And how do we express things to God when we have a relationship or we would think that God is just a God and we wouldn't see him as our father. We wouldn't see him as our defender. We wouldn't see him as our protector. 
We wouldn't see him as our husband. We wouldn't see him as our covering, right? He is the what the shelter, the shelter of the most high. I'm trying to think of Psalms 91. I don't know why I struggle with memorizing that. <laughs> memorizing that, but all Psalms 91 is about him protecting. He is our strong tower. And God wants you to come running to him so he can come running for you. And it's just amazing. It was just like, yeah, that's what I've been waiting for. And now I got it because all those who come against you, he's coming against. Those who fight you, he fights them. And I love it because that's my mentality anyway. Naturally, I've always been about protecting people, defending people. Like I come running. Who did what? Like you ain't even got to be a relative. Who messing with you? No, we're not playing that. Like you're not about to sit here. I'm okay. Anybody. <laughs> There's been people older than me. I come running to their rescue. Like that's just something that God has put in me. And it's like, God's like, so you get it. He's a just God. You know that you've been standing and it's like enough is enough. So it delivered me. I pray that this word delivered you guys like and helped you see God in another way. I want to see God in every way possible. Like, you know, because life will go so easy for us or easier. And it's like, you know what? You know what, God? I'm going to give it to you. That right there, I'm going to give it to you. God, just handle that. And to believe that he is, it's amazing. It just takes, what is that scripture that God wants us to have childlike faith? It's like my son knowing mom, mommy's going to handle it. My mom's got it. I, I don't have to look into it. I don't have to do anything. And it's the same thing with God. We just tell him and he's like, all right, I'm working on it. I don't need you to remind me. I don't need you to. Wow. That was a check. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. That God has it. He's not going to forget about you. And it does feel like that when time's gone by for so long and it's super quiet. I got you sure. Yeah, I ain't got to remind you. But even if you need to. I always, that's why I love Gideon, because he's like, God, are you sure? <laughs> Let me double check. Are you sure, sure, before I go out and do this? Are you sure I could let this go? You sure you got this? Like, it's an amazing feeling. God doesn't get tired of us. Like, we don't bug God. He's like, please talk to me. Tell me how you feel. You know, you can listen to somebody complain for so long, and then you're like, okay, God will let you keep complaining. Right. Until you get tired of complaining. And then that's when he'll deliver you. That's when he's like, OK, you ready for what I got to say now? <laughs> and us humans, shoot, your girl, Bree, I'm not even like that. OK, after a while, I'll be like, all right, look, sis, 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 hold on. This is what we got to get to this place now. Like we've been talking about this. OK, we got to We got to get up here now. God isn't like that. He'll let you keep talking. And then you look back like, man, I wasted so much time. <laughs> God's like, yeah. <laughs> so that's all I have for you guys. I pray, I pray, I pray this bless you. Let me just close out and say, Father, thank you. Mm, 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 mm. God, you are so good. You're too good. 
And I'm just so thankful to be your daughter. I'm so thankful to be on your side. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. God, right now, I ask that you cover me and your people. God, I pray that you help remind us, help us to see, God, you go before us, God, in every situation. Help us to remember that, God, we just have to tell you about it. We don't have to run to our husbands or our wives. We don't have to run to our parents. We don't have to run to our friends. We don't have to run to anybody but you first, God. And you will make sure, you will see to it, God, that we get the justice that we deserve, Father. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you that Psalms 37 is true. And you are working it out right now, Father. God, I see people crying right now. God, I pray that you comfort them, God. God, I pray that you hold them the way that you held me, God. God, I pray that you remove the muzzle, God, where whatever is rooted from, God, trauma, God, abandonment. God, I pray that you will allow them to speak, God, that you will open their mouth, God, and they will cry out to you, God. Even if it's just a sound, God, and there's no words, God. Hallelujah, that you anoint their voice, Father. We thank you that you interpret our groans, God. God, everything is a prayer, God. Father, you intercede, Father, and you interpret for us, God. We thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. Give your people a voice. Give them the safety. Give them the comfort to be able to trust you, God. To trust you with the deepest hurts, God. The deepest regrets, God. The deepest shame God we thank you we thank you we thank you that you are our safe place God and there's nobody like you mm. God I just thank you mm -mm. in the mighty name of Jesus God I seal this prayer with your blood God, we rebuke every counterattack. Hallelujah. We silence every lie that the enemy will try to throw at us. After this, we say no in the name of Jesus. God, help us to remember to close our eyes and to zero in on you, God. To zero in on what you said, God. To zero in on your promise, God. On your word, God. Hallelujah. On who you are, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give you all the honor, God. We give you all the glory, God. We give you all of us, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. Um, Man, God is so good. You guys, he's our defender. That's, oh yeah, to keep it black and white. <laughs> he is our defender. He is our judge and he's a just God. So, Listen, I will say this. When you go to the courts of heaven, you got to repent too, right? Like I even had to repent for not even going to him. You know, some people, I, I used to get, I'm going to be honest with you. I used to get offended when I had to repent for things I didn't even know. Like I didn't even know it was a sin. Why I got to repent? Because it was wrong. Because it was wrong. So it's just like, why not go back and clean the mess we made that we didn't know was a mess? So... Yeah, make sure you're repenting to God and um, 
sometimes when I'm just, I don't know if I've done anything or whatever, you know, sometimes you can feel like a barrier and you're like, what is that? And then I go and, um, I go and, um, oh yeah, sorry (laughs) y'all. I go and read Psalms 51, right? Let me tell y'all why that scripture or that, that chapter is so powerful, right? David, a true man of God, stepped out and slept with somebody else's wife. Okay, he committed adultery. David, our dance like David, our he killed Goliath David. Okay, that David. Okay, he messed up. And that scripture, I mean, that um, chapter is about the repentance. That's him repenting for something like that. So that's something I always remind myself, right? Because I've committed adultery too, right? Honestly, I think we all have. If you make anything an idol, you you cheat on God. So if you haven't cheated on anybody, you probably still cheated on God. So it's like we're all, I'm not going to say we're all, I won't make that confession, but a lot of us have committed adultery. And so to know that God still used David, he still accepted David, right? There's that whole scripture. God is going to cleanse you too. You are no different. He loves you too. Okay. So I hope that blesses you guys. I'm 50 minutes in. Y'all, y'all so bomb. I love y'all so much. And yeah, that's all your girl have. Um, I stopped doing my hair because I got into what I was saying. So now I got to pick up the pace. Got to go pick up my kids and get that second half of the day started so yes you guys know i love you guys you guys are amazing if you want to book a one-on-one with me go ahead and um book a session in the link below or if not you can go ahead and email me whatever it is that you feel led to do like there's absolutely no pressure with brie like none okay so i love you guys again and i'll talk to you guys next tuesday love you guys bye